on the Mayo Media Network. This edition is for Wednesday, February 23rd. My name is Cecil Peters and I am here to go over the five game NHL slate for today. As always, thank you so much for watching and or listening wherever you are doing so. Whichever platform you're on, if you could give the show a like, subscribe to wherever it is you are listening if you haven't done so already. And if you are on YouTube, as per usual, hammer the like button as is Mayo Media Network policy. You have to do that, it's not an option. And leave a comment below with your favorite shot prop of the night or your favorite underdog game bet of the night. Another medium-sized slate in NHL today. We got a five-gamer with a couple potential blowouts. So to actually make money on those games is pretty tough unless you think the underdog is going to win. In this case, I'm not really seeing much chance for the underdog. So you either got to get creative to try to make some money in those games or simply write them off. Just watch the games and enjoy them without having any bets on them. Crazy idea, I know, but every once in a while... In order to be profitable, that is what we have to do. First game of the night is in Dallas. Big Central Division matchup. Two teams making a push for a wild card or a playoff spot. Winnipeg Jets plus 135. They are in Dallas. The Dallas Stars minus 155. On the money line at DraftKings Sportsbook. As usual, I'm recording this the day before, so those are the opening lines. What they end up being right before game time, I'm not 100% sure. Generally, they do move a bit based on news and based on the amount of money that is being put down on both of these teams. So we got the Jets and the Stars, both teams coming off of disappointing losses. Dallas just never really got anything going in their last game, which was embarrassing because it was against the lowly Arizona Coyotes. Arizona skated off with a 3-1 win, one of the more pitiful efforts I've seen out of any team all season, really. They just never got anything going. Rupe Hintz did end up scoring a goal in that game. But the Dallas top line just seemed a little off all game. They didn't generate as much offense as I'm used to seeing from them. So hoping for a big bounce back from those guys. Winnipeg's lost a couple in a row as well. They lost pretty badly to the Edmonton Oilers. And then on Monday afternoon, they played the Calgary Flames. Calgary came into the game on a nine-game winning streak. And the, the wagon that is the Calgary Flames left that game on a 10-game winning streak. Winnipeg actually played pretty well in that game. It was the best I've seen anyone play Calgary over that entire winning stretch. But with under a minute to go, Calgary ended up scoring a goal to go ahead 2-1, to one, and they ended up adding an empty netter for a 3-1 total. So it wasn't a bad effort from Winnipeg. They actually played pretty well from start to finish. To play the Calgary Flames pretty evenly is pretty impressive with how they've been playing right now. So it's got to be disappointing for Winnipeg not to end that streak. Kind of a devastating loss in all honesty, just with the goal being so late really looked like they'd get at least a point out of the game. They'd won a couple games before that. They did need those wins to get back in the playoff race. They're a few points behind Dallas, a few points behind the other teams they're chasing for that wild card spot. There's a lot of teams in the bottom of the Central and Pacific divisions that are fighting for those Western Conference wild card spots. Winnipeg can't afford many more losses. So this is a great game because both of these teams need this game just as badly for the playoff race. I do have to give Dallas the edge. They are at home. They do generally play quite well on home ice. Like I said, Rupe Hintz scored last game, but I'm going to need more from that line against the poor defense of the Winnipeg Jets. I think they can get a couple here. So Dallas minus 155 is a bet I am going to make on the night here tonight. Next game is in Detroit. This is one of the games of the big favorite. We have the Colorado Avalanche, one of the top teams, if not the best team in the league right now. They're minus 300. Detroit is plus 250 on the money line. It's hard to bet at this game at these odds. 
Detroit has actually thoroughly impressed me over the past couple weeks. I love the top two lines that they have going. It looks like they're building a really strong team, good offense. They got some great pieces on defense, especially the rookie sensation Moritz Sider. They do need a lot more depth on defense. That's kind of where they're getting exposed so far this year. But going forward in the next couple years, I think this team is going to be pretty good. But right now, they're just not close to Colorado's level. Making matters worse for Detroit, potential injury to Captain Dylan Larkin. He has quietly been one of the best centermen in the entire league this year, but he left yesterday's practice with an injury late. Like I said, I am recording this the day before, so I'm not sure if he's in the morning skate the day of what his status is. But if Larkin's gone, that's a huge loss. Him and Lucas Raymond have been playing fantastic on the sec on the top line. Tyler Bertuzzi has been driving the second line with Pius Sud and Robbie Faber, so they're getting a lot of co offensive contribution all the way up and down the lineup, but if you take the leading scorer off of the team, that's going to hurt no matter who it is. When it's the Detroit Red Wings playing the Colorado Avalanche, then it's going to hurt even more. Colorado is coming off of a disappointing loss in Boston on Monday afternoon. It was a bit of a dud of a game. They gave up 45 shots. They lost 5-1. to one. They just never really competed in the game. I think they were down 17-4 to four in shots at one point before finally finding, falling behind 1-0. But I'll give them a break on that game for a couple reasons. For one, Boston is a really strong opponent. One of the best defensive teams in the league. One of the most dominant top lines in the league. And it was an afternoon game. A lot of teams, it kind of throws you out of your routine, throws you out of your momentum. So understandable spot game loss for the Colorado Avalanche. Detroit Red Wings should be a perfect remedy for a bounce back. One thing Colorado did really well at the start of the year was take care of these really poor opponents. They were winning games. They seemed like they were beating everyone by a ton, but especially the weaker teams. Lately, that's been less and less the case. They had a couple games against the Arizona Coyotes that both went to a shootout. They even lost one of those games. They had a game against Montreal where they were minus, I think, 600 favorites by the time the game started. Montreal gave them a scare. So even their last game against Buffalo before the Boston game, it was 3-3 going into the third period, a game they were heavily favored in as well. So even in these games where Colorado is supposed to be winning big, Earlier in the year, it was a no-doubter. They'd win 6-2, 6-3, massive wins. Now, they're letting these teams hang around, and they usually end up pulling out the victory, but it's been a lot more uncertain than it was earlier, so I'm really hesitant to pull the trigger on Colorado at the minus 300 odds. Don't really want to throw it in a parlay. Don't really want to bet them on the puck plant or in regulation, so I don't have a lot of confidence in the Red Wings either, so this is just a game for me to sit out and watch and see who plays well. Next game on the night is in Tampa Bay. And when I say next game, these games all start at the same time. 7.30 Eastern, which is weird. It's a later start. All these, the first four games of the night starting at 7.30 Eastern and then one late game. So kind of a weird mix instead of the awesome schedules we've had lately with games throughout the day on the Monday and the Sunday and the Saturday, throughout the long weekend. And then even last night with the games kind of staggered throughout the night. Tonight, four early games and then one later game. So not as much spread out action, but... This is another one of those early games. Edmonton got killed against Minnesota in their last game, which as a Flames fan, I love seeing anytime Edmonton loses, it is a victory for me. But realistically, I can give them a pass for losing that game. It was their fifth game in seven days, as condensed of a schedule as you'll ever see for an NHL team. So the main issue in that game too was Mike Smith and net. He got pulled, it was four nothing early in the first period. As much as I can give the entire Edmonton Oilers team the benefit of the doubt for being tired, with Mike Smith, I can't really give him that same benefit over the last five games and seven days. He didn't play very many of them. They have a three-goalie rotation going with Miko Koskin and Stuart Skinner and Smith, so he had no excuse to be tired. He's just not a very good goalie. They've now got a couple days rest, but the Tampa Bay Lightning have been sitting since February 15th, so 
We've seen a couple teams come into these or come out of these mini bye weeks a little sluggish, but I don't think the Tampa Bay Lightning will be one of those teams. They've won the last two Stanley Cups for a reason. They know how to come off of rest. They know how to come off of rest in playoff series. And a little break like this in the season is a really good thing for them. I imagine Nikita Kucherov, Braden Point are extremely excited to start piling up some more points, and this is absolutely the spot to do it. Mike Smith was in the starters net in practice the day before. I don't know if that's going to keep up or who they're going to start in net. But regardless, none of the goalies for the Edmonton Oilers are too, too terrifying for the Tampa Bay Lightning. Vasilevsky in net for Tampa Bay gives them the big advantage there. They obviously have an advantage on defense with Victor Hedman. And Kucherov, Point, and Stamkos can go toe-to-toe -to -toe with McDavid and Dreisaitl. Something not a lot of teams can say, so the Lightning should handle this one quite easily which makes sense because they are minus 220 favorites, and I will probably bet on them to win in regulation. Last of the early games is the Buffalo Sabres in Montreal. Crazy turnaround for Montreal under new head coach Martin St. Louis as they beat the Blues and Islanders in extra time and then blew away the Maple Leafs a couple of nights ago. Goaltending's been really strong over the last couple of nights. They got Andrew Hammond in. He played his first game against the Islanders and got a big win, played really well. I expect him to get the start again tonight. Real story for Montreal has been the resurgence of a couple key players, Cole Caulfield and Jeff Petrie. Caulfield's a huge piece of the future of this team. They really needed to get him going. So Martin St. Louis being able to get him back on track, get him playing with some confidence is huge going forward. The other has been Jeff Petrie, one of their best defensemen for the last two seasons. He's been basically non-existent all year. Clearly something's gotten him going lately. He's made it evident that he doesn't want to be in Montreal much longer, but nobody was gonna trade for him the way he was playing. So. He's at least upping his trade value for the Montreal Canadiens with some great play over the past couple weeks. Biggest challenge for the Montreal defense, definitely going to be shutting down the Sabres' top line. Jeff Skinner, Tage Thompson, and Alex Tuck have been absolutely electric over the last couple weeks. Hat-tricks, four-goal games, piling up shots, piling up points. Montreal's still not a great defensive team despite the three wins in a row. A lot of that has been goaltending based, so... I love the Sabres top line to put up offense. I love the Sabres top line to put up a lot of shots. This game's currently a pick em, but if the Buffalo Sabres move to plus money, I do think that is where I lean for this game. Last game of the night is in Arizona. Kind of a dud to end the night. Another game I think should be a bit of a blowout. The Los Angeles Kings minus 230. Arizona Coyotes plus 195 on the money line. This is a game that I'm gonna be betting on the LA Kings to win in regulation. They beat the Coyotes a few nights ago. They actually were down 3-1. Ended up winning 5-3 in regulation, cashing a bet for us. But this is just another one of these games. Arizona managed to beat the Stars last time. LA's a tougher team than the Dallas Stars. They just play a different way. It's hard to keep your momentum going against the LA Kings. They limit shots. They spend the most of their time in your zone. Power plays look good. Drew Doughty's look really good. And their top two lines look fantastic. Arizona's gotten some good contributions from Lawson Krause and Nick Schmaltz lately. Their top two lines are playing decent, but they're just not anywhere near the class of the Andre Kopitar or Philip Deneau lines. Philip Deneau, Victor Arvidsson, and Trevor Moore, probably my favorite line of the entire night on the DraftKings slate. They should pile up at least 10 shots among them. LA should get 40 shots on net at the very least in this game, and they should win easily. That's all we got for the night. Five games, going to be betting on the Kings in regulation. If we get plus money on the Sabres, I will go there, the Lightning in regulation, and the Dallas Stars to win at home over the Winnipeg Jets. As always, thank you so much for watching. We'll get through the rest of the week here on Thursday and Friday. we got DJ and Jake to take you through those slates, and we will see you guys back next week. Thank you.